Hey guys, this is Melody Schumann with Melody Schumann Breaks It Down, and this is my 11th podcast recording, and today I'm going to talk to you about bad role model manners. Now, this is not one of your my typical podcasts where it's all upbeat and positive. This is more of a proclamation podcast that I am doing, uh, particularly because it was in request by some parents, teachers, and coaches who've been listening to these podcasts asking if I can address some issues uh, that are associated with uh, bad manners that we have. So the first one I want to talk about, because there's three different bad manners that we have as parents, teachers, and coaches that we should be mindful of and work towards correcting so that we can counterbalance the example that we lead uh, for children, because a lot of times we lead by bad example. The first one is gossiping. We are all victims of this, whether we're a parent, teacher, or coach in front of children, talking negatively about other people. Uh, To give you an example, right now, this is October 2016, so if you're listening to this in real time, you know that the election is going on right now. And a lot of people are very, very passionate about the candidate that they support. And they tend to become very angry and aggressive towards the other candidate, and they speak in this tone and manner uh, that is very bad, and it leaves terrible examples for children who are listening. So to give you an example, if you and your spouse are in the kitchen, and you're a big Donald Trump fan, and you're calling Hillary Clinton crooked Hillary and corrupt, and she belongs in jail, and whether you believe this or not, the way you talk about uh, her in front of your kids is leading by terrible example. Uh, this is how bullying happens in the first place. And vice versa. If you're a Hillary fan and you're talking about Trump and you're saying things like he's disgusting and he's an abuser and he's corrupt and going on and on and on about him in a negative tone and manner in front of your children, then you're leading by bad example. And that is what's leading to bullying from your children to other people as well. One day, or not, not one day, the other day, I was sitting outside and uh, having lunch downtown St. Petersburg and a couple of kids were riding their bikes down the road and one kid, and excuse my language, but one kid's riding his bike and was saying, Hillary sucks. And he was saying it over and over and over again, riding down the road. Uh, He got that from his parents or he got that from his friends who got that from his parents. So this again, just shows the example of how gossiping negatively about other people in front of our children is definitely setting a bad example for them. So if we want to get rid of the hate and anger and bullying in our children in our children and in today's society, it starts with us and how we talk about other people in front of them, particularly people that we disagree with, that we don't like or we have an issue with. The second bad manners that we have is with our tech time. So if we're telling our children uh, that they can't play with their iPad while you're driving in the car, but yet you are texting while you're driving, what kind of example are you setting for them? Or you're telling your kids, no, you can't play Pokemon Go outside because walking around while you're looking at your device can distract you and you can get hit by a car. But yet they see you when you're driving your car and you're checking your text messages or you're, you're on your phone, then you're being hypocritical and you have bad manners uh, that you're setting for your children. Um, even the usage of technology. 
So if you're telling your children that they can only use their iPad for an hour, but you're constantly on your phone, constantly on your tablet, constantly on your lap, laptop, then you're being hypocritical. And anytime you're hypocritical with, in front of your children or in front of your students, uh, you're, just, you're, you're becoming retroactive for the lessons that you're teaching them because they're going to start to not respect the rules that you set forth, thinking that they're very one-sided. Now, granted, I get it. If you're on your phone or your computer, your tablet, because you're doing research, you're doing work, um, whatever it is, and it's very important, but yet you tell the kids that they can't play games or they can't do anything on their pads, then again, you, they're, they're looking at you. They don't understand that one-sided mindset that you have. So this is these are bad manners. So try to restrict yourself if you're restricting them as well. However, I do want to say that uh, I personally am a big believer in technology for children. This is our future. There are so many opportunities uh, with technology to become an entrepreneur at any age. I know children uh, that are young as the age of nine that are internet superstars that are making money off of technology. Obviously, not everybody's going to have this skill, but I find that restricting children from using their iPad, from using, from having a smartphone, just because you don't think that they're old enough, I think that now you're starting to you're starting to miss the concept. This is a new, whole new generation, and there's a lot more benefits uh, to technology that outweigh the potential dangers of using technology. To give you an example, my son, he's two years old. He has an iPad. Uh, he's on Kidland almost every day, which is an app where he's learning how to match shapes, understand his colors. He can uh, almost mumble his ABCs. Uh, there's a lot of things that he's there's a lot of benefits that he's gaining uh, from being on his iPad. Now, granted, we do restrict it. He's not allowed to use his iPad when he goes to bed or when he's taking a nap. But we also don't bring our iPads or our phones uh, into the bedroom either so that we're leading by good example. So these are just things that typically we look at as not bad manners, uh, but you have to look at it from the perspective of the child as well. So if you're going to restrict them, make sure that you're mindful of the time that you're using your, your technology, uh, especially uh, please don't text and drive um, at all, uh, but definitely don't do it in front of your kids because that's setting a bad example. And then the final one is on lack of enough attention. Uh, let me give you some examples. You know, let's say your, your kid draws you a picture and gives it to you and you say, oh, this is nice. And then you hang it on the refrigerator and then that's it. Uh, this is this is kind of bad manners too. Even though you acknowledge them drawing the picture, the depth of your attention is just as important as the uh, time as the attention itself, right? And uh, let me explain it to you another way. Uh, your child comes over and gives you a paper that they drew. Uh, stop what you're doing. Get down on one knee. Look at the picture. Look them in the eyes. Give them a hug. Say thank you. Ask them when they drew it. Ask them what inspired them to draw it. Taking that extra time to give them that extra attention is going to teach them the concept of appreciation, which we need more adults who understand the value of appreciation and attention these days. Same thing if you're a teacher, uh, you're a martial arts instructor, you're a coach, and your student comes up to you and, and brings you a paper that they are um a picture that they spent a lot of time drawing for you, take the time to stop, get down on one knee, look them in the eyes, thank them for taking the time to, to color you that picture, ask them, when did they do it? What inspired them to do it? Uh, ask them a little bit about the picture, tell them to, uh, get them to talk in a little bit of detail. This depth 
of appreciation will go a very long way with that child, teaching them uh, that uh, that you value the time of attention, um, teaching them about appreciation. That's going to help them become a better version of themselves. So even be mindful of your time with your students. Be mindful of your time with your children. For example, I try to get all my important work done when my son is not around. And then if, for example, I'm in the office and I'm working on an email and my son comes in and he wants me to read him a book and I know the email can wait, I'm going to close my laptop, I'm going to sit him in my chair and I'm going to read the book with him and give him that attention that he needs right then and there versus saying, wait, Van, I'm going to get some emails done. Even though those, e- those emails aren't important, it's very bad manners to do that. Those are not good habits that you want to set for your children. Uh, my son even knows to respect my time. So if I am in the middle of an important email, he will know because if I'm in the middle of an unimportant email, I will stop what I'm doing give him the attention he needs. But if it's something important, I will tell him, hey, Van, let me finish this email and then I will come play drums with you. He respects and he knows, he trusts that I'm going to do that because I follow through on that. So make sure you follow through on any attention that you promise your children as well, be it whether they're your uh, your child or be it if they're a student. So for example, uh, if you're in class, and uh, one of your students says, Master Melody, I really need to speak with you. And you say, not right now, we have class going on. Uh, then you're, you're, you're being dismissive and that's not really good manners. What I will try to do is I will, if it's very important that that child needs to speak with me at that moment, I will try to redirect the rest of the class to another instructor and give them the attention that they need right now. Or I will say, Give me five more minutes to finish this particular drill, and then you and I can have a talk, and uh, and I can find out what you need, and I, I will do my best to help you. Uh, same thing if you're a teacher, same thing if you're a coach. Try not to dismiss them when they need attention. Uh, you may not realize that it's important to them, uh, but a lot of times if they have the courage to say that they need to speak with you, it's probably important. So one more time, let's review Be sure, be mindful of when you gossip in front of your kids. It can be very retroactive uh, for them uh, if you're gossiping negatively about another person. Uh, The other thing is make sure that you're very mindful of your use in tech time in front of them, especially if you're going to restrict their use in tech time. And be very mindful of the depth of your attention that you give them. You want to make sure that you you respect their time, you respect their gestures in a way that shows deep, a deep amount of uh, respect and appreciation. So if we want to raise respectful kids who are very appreciative of things, it starts with us. So these three topics on bad uh, role model manners are going to, if we are mindful of them, we're not going to be perfect. We are going to make mistakes. But if we're mindful of them and we try to recorrect them, so for example, let's just talk about gossiping. If we're talking negative about Uncle Johnny in front of our son, then we could say, you know what, what I just said about Uncle Johnny was disrespectful and it was wrong of me and I just realized that and I apologize that I led by bad example to you. So you're not going to be perfect. We are going to make mistakes. I make tons of mistakes, but I try to be very mindful of these bad manners and correct myself and I'll catch myself and I will say something in front of my son when I do something wrong because I want to lead by good example for for him and also let him know, hey, he may make mistakes, but it's okay to recorrect those as well. Remember, our job is to help children become better versions of themselves and it starts with us. So thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Please do me a favor. 
Please share this podcast with your friends, your family, your parents, teachers, coaches, because collectively we can make the world a better place through techniques and strategies such as the ones I share here on the podcast. Thank you guys and have a great day.